CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. What up, Asia Not Asian listeners? We're having another Hack City live comedy show. It's at Union Hall in Brooklyn on Saturday, August 21st at 7.30 p.m. Get tickets by visiting AsianNotAsianPod.com or check the link in this episode's description. See you there. Like, if I like you both, I don't care. You're adults. You fucking figure it out. I don't care, you know? And, like, to... I just think it's so rude to like put that on other people you know right. what i mean i'm not in i'm not in charge yeah, of the don't. way you handled your shit and welcome back to another episode of asian not asian podcast the podcast where two asian guys not from asia talk about american issues no american cares about i'm your host fumi abe and i'm mike nguyen today is saturday july 31st Coming at you from uh, once again all over all the over country. the fucking all over country, the country, biatch. That's how we do it, baby. We're international. Uh, <laughs> if you're a um, listening to this on your phones right now, please take a screenshot and post it on Instagram stories. Tag us at Asian Not Asian Pod on Instagram. That really helps get the word out. We're a completely independent podcast. Nobody loves us, and you're the only people who love us, and you're the only people who can uh, make us as big as Joe Rogan. Okay, <laughs> it's, our our fate is in your hands. Yeah, I want to be. I want to eat elk elk meat and. And, uh, yes. you know, do DMT <laughs> or whatever, whippets or whatever the fuck he's up into. Mm-hmm. You know, that sounds mm-hmm. tight, you know? That sounds so tight. And, and you can get us there. Um, <laughs> and, uh, again, if you're an iPhone listener, um, you can also leave a review. That also really helps. And we're also uh, fully live on YouTube. We've got a video version of this podcast on YouTube. So please li- rate, like, and subscribe, yep. whatever people say. You Just can do, do the whole thing. You can check out my cool fits. Um, you mm-hmm. know, I'm legendary. Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> yeah, Mike is actually coming at you live from uh, San Francisco today. I used to live in the Bay for a long time. Love the Bay Area. I did uh, a yeah. show yesterday, um, and some anal's came out. And hey. thank you so much hey. for anyone who came out and supported the show. It was um, it, it was really nice. Uh, a, a bunch of you came up and and say said hi, and and we took some pictures and shit like that. And let me tell you, okay, it's just like it's just so nice to have. I'm going to say it. Minions. Okay. <laughs> Minions. <laughs> the power. Yes. Yes. I drink your youth and I stay youthful. <laughs> uh, no, it's, it's really nice because, you know, when you, when you go to a, a, a new a, a, a city and, you know, you're on a, at a comedy show and you're saying hi to all these other comedians, you know, some of those comedians that uh, I knew, you know, so shouts to Abhe and, um, and folks, but a bunch of those people don't know who I am. And they're just like, you know, they were nice, but they, they don't know who I am. And then later mm-hmm. on, when I get up on the show and I'm like, hey, where are all my, you know, where are all the Asian, non-Asian fans at? And like 20 or 30 people are like, woo, you know, that says something, you know, it's, yeah. it's yeah. like, it's like, yo, this guy's what's up. And people are, were, were coming up and saying hi. And I was, <laughs> I was just flexing with my minions. <laughs> uh, Do my bidding. Mike gets, Mike gets so turned on by, um respect you know all you want dude. is some respect from the goddamn scene dude. and the world dude this is what i mean somebody was telling me asking me about you know how do uh 
you know, how, how do how do people like get on Netflix and how do people do that? And I was telling them, really what we're trying to do, it, there's there's two things we're doing. And I think one of the things we're pretty good at and the other one we're not as good at. One of them is to be funny. And I think mm-hmm. we're funny and we we're, mm-hmm. you know, we grind on doing that. The other thing is to get famous. Okay? Yes. However you can. <laughs> TikTok, OnlyFans, uh, 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 p- punch a cop in the face and get that go viral. Whatever it takes... That's how you, <laughs> that's how you have to get famous. And that's like, that's yeah. such a big deal. So shouts to all the, uh, the fans, uh, out there who, um, are supporting us and, you know, Fumi and I will, will be out there to, to dominate the San Francisco scene at some point and yes. we'll do shows and all that stuff. It'll be great. Yes. We'll be out there. Let's go soon. Anals. Uh, just be patient. Um, before we get to the uh, story of the week, uh, we got to do our Patreon shout out. If you don't know what Patreon is, it is the best way to support the podcast. Uh, we are completely independent podcast even though a network reached out to this week mike i gotta have a call with them next week i saw that i saw that i um Um, i'm i'm I'm, we talked to them before do you remember we no oh yeah a long long time ago but but we weren't anybody so they were like they they were gonna give us a shitty deal oh look at that (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) i'm 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 petting a cat (laughs) (laughs) so you have come back then yeah well 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 well. (laughs) and then they're like actually we're not interested no wait no wait 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 please please yeah 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 don't leave anyways (laughs) um yeah you can support us financially uh by giving us a donation on a monthly basis anywhere from five dollars to fifty dollars whatever you want to give us and in return you get um you know a, 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 a shout out on the podcast where we try to guess your ethnicity based on your last name we slide into your dms you can pitch race news you can do all kinds of stuff we get bonus episodes so please check that out at patreon.com slash asian not asian pod uh the link to uh this is also in our instagram bio link uh we're yeah. getting a lot of um patreons so please be patient with your shout outs uh we're probably about a week or two behind so if you donated yesterday and you're like where the fuck is my fucking shout out yep uh, fucking relax just buddy. chill buddy okay it's five dollars five bucks chill. we'll get to you or ten bucks or whatever um so here we go here we go uh we got four new people this week the first person this is not her real name it's clitty clitty cat okay Chinese. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no explanation. Nope. No, no we're not going to even say anything Chinese. else. Clitty Cat. Yep. That's a classic Chinese. Han Chinese name. No yep. more. No, nothing needs to be said. <laughs> Next, we have Glenn M. Glenn. Glenn is such ah, a, are, such a, uh, it's hard. It's, a, it's such a, like a, like a, 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 you know, white guy name, you know? I want to say it's a white guy, was, but I can't, I can't be sure. I want to Glenn say Glenn to but like an older, wait, but like a 50s um, white guy. Wait, but wasn't Steven Yeun's character from The Walking Dead named Glenn? That's what I'm saying. Is like, you know, you want someone. Uh, I don't think there's. I, I can't imagine a, an Asian person named Glenn. No way. Nope. Mm. Kevin, yes. Tony, for maybe. Glenn, no. This guy's a white okay, dude. So he's he, a white dude and he's barbecuing and he's wearing cargo shorts. Shouts <laughs> to you, Glenn. <laughs> Thanks, you. Thank you, Glenn. Thank you, Glenn. Um, good luck with that above ground pool, by the way. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> next we have Will Liu spelled L-I-E-U uh, I want to say Chinese too what do you think that's Chinese, Chinese. Yeah. Then yeah. We have, oh this one's interesting this person's last name is Chan which seems easy but first name Pet Peteria Peteria I've never heard that. is that a real name it's Peter but with an I-A at the end you know I, I always say this you know, they, you know Chinese people they, they, they'll, they'll throw you for a loop sometimes you know, they'll <laughs> they'll have a name like I I had a, a I knew someone who their name was True. I knew someone their name was uh you know just like a color once. I knew I've you know, met these, a, I've met I've met like a pink before yeah. for sure. Uh, yeah, Edison. You know, 
that uh, you know and edison so peteria this guy this is this is a, a chinese lady she she goes to the patisserie all the time mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. uh just a just a good old chinese lady <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know why I'm imagining like a middle-aged Chinese lady whose parents yeah, just word. Like, th- his parents wanted to assimilate their kid, but was also like a big fan of like Latin culture and or Santana, <laughs> and was like Peter, Peteria, Peteria, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so you're like a you're like a Spanish fan Asian. Yeah, we love I that. like that. We love that. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you so much for donating. And again, if you want to get in on this game and want to shout out, please go to Patreon.com/slash/AsianNotAsian pod moving on to story of the goddamn week yo um yeah so we're i'm i'm uh, calling uh in from san francisco and i will and i was like hey let's do this you know show early because i got i got stuff to do and fumi told me last night like i don't want to do too early bro because i'll I'll be out okay and you had and i want to make a real clear for the fans you threw this while i was not in town classic Fumi move <laughs> classic Fumi move you had your going away party i guess we had a going away with your goodbye show so that was cool but you had your going yeah. away party and let, let how was it you know it so i don't like to do things like this i don't like to throw birthday parties i don't like to do going away parties uh because it gives me a lot of anxiety for multiple reasons one yep uh i have always compartmentalized my friends and i don't like mixing them I don't like mixing my friends from work with my friends from the restaurant I used to work at with my college friends, with my comedy friends. That just in and of itself gives me a lot of anxiety because I feel like I have to babysit everybody. Mm, You you got to go from place to place, see how they're all doing, making sure they're all comfortable. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So then, but then like, you know, I've talked to my therapist and with Maria about just that side of me because that comes out a lot uh, in in my life, you know, the compartmentalization thing. And they're always like, you know what? They're adults. Like they can handle themselves. You don't need to be anxious about babysitting them but then what ended up happening was exactly what i said it was gonna fucking happen because Ooh. i go there and i go outside and like i made a table for like 15 people i connected like three tables together kind of like a beer garden i was like we can all sit here where, where was this at nope this is at mika bar oh in that's Bushwick. right right yeah which is, good, which is a really cool like japanese sake bar so everybody go check that out if you're in new york city um and i made this big table for us but all my friends just started forming cliques and then started sitting at their own tables. What? Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Not not because they didn't like each other. I just didn't think like, I don't know, the way it was set up, maybe I did it wrong, but uh, they just started, it really felt like a middle school dance. Yeah. Like you walk out, you know, the, you're the principal. The goths over here and I'm the principal <laughs> and I'm literally making rounds. I'm like, I, f- I really yep. felt like, have you been to, you've been to a wedding and you yep. know, you, the groom and the bride has yep. to say hi to everybody. Just saying hi. Um, and you know, I, I wanted, and in a weird way, the goodbye party I had with you and the Hack City folks on Wednesday was like more intimate because I felt like I really like, because it was only like 10 people yeah, and four of them were like my good comedian friends and I felt like we had real conversations and we had like a funny time. That was great. Uh, this one, I felt like because I was making my rounds, I didn't really get to talk to anybody yeah. about anything real. Right. And you're just like, hey, really, okay, well, thanks for coming. Yeah. I didn't have any real conversations and it like really felt empty. Um, Shit. And so that was like, I don't know. It was like annoying. You know, like I, I it didn't feel like a goodbye party at all. I, it really felt like I was showing off my friends, but for who? I don't know. It's like a, and, yeah, okay. Yeah, and I think like uh, part of throwing events in your 30s is, um, you know, obviously there's the mixing of friends, but like 
I don't know if it's just my life or other people go through this. I just kind of invited people who I wanted to see. Some people sure. I've only known for like three months, but oh, really? they were Japanese. And then I was like, you know what? I don't have a lot of Japanese friends. So why don't you get, get your ass over here? Yeah. You know? So so hold and, on. So 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 lay the scene for me here. So you had you invited some comedy friends. Yeah, um, I invited some comedy friends, but not not a lot. Not a lot. You know? Okay. They and were mainly invited, friends from... Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was comedy friends. It was friends from NYU. And okay. it was friends from um, this restaurant I used to work at who uh, when I was in college called Ipudo. And I still stay in touch with a lot of those people. Uh, so those were like the three main groups of people. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And the, and they were making their clicks and they were and they were doing they that. Clicks. Okay. Yeah. Word, 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 word. And um, okay. Keep yeah. going. Keep going. Okay. So, so it's, it, you're, you're walking. You're, you're a principal. You got, a, you got your yeah, bunch of keys. <laughs> you got your, uh, your megaphone. You're, you're trying megaphone. to, you're trying to, you know, maintain peace between the goths and the jocks. Yeah, but yeah. It's shit's like happening. Middle school. I'm asking. I'm asking people not to grind. Yeah, no thing. grinding, but have fun. No kids. grinding. Yeah, but uh, I also like am trying to be more. I'm, I've been working on this anxiety uh, for myself. You know, I'm trying to like just let things be because I need to just. I can't control my friends. They have their own bodies and their own minds, and I and they're all adults, <laughs> and I they just need to do what they want to yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. So I just I just invited people I want to see, right? But what I found out is that a couple people I invited have beef with each other. A couple, not just one. You probably know the one, but there's there were others. And well, hold on here, is this like, in your is this in your comedy group? One was in my comedy group, but then like the other ones weren't. The comedy group one actually they were fine. Oh, uh, there was you know there's you know obviously a comedian that we liked that they they dated and they broke up and it didn't end well and they oh, don't like each other anymore. I got it. So there's that, but 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 that but that was fine. They okay. both came. And okay, they did their own thing. Okay, but like I guess I had other friends who like had beef with other some other people I invited from like the restaurant and whoa uh, like one like one like one person didn't even come. What? She, like te- she like she like texted me like a long thing and was like, hey, I can't go. Like I didn't I don't know why I invited her. Like you you've barely known her or whatever. They had beef and then and then didn't come and I was just like really I was annoyed because here i am i'm stepping out of my comfort zone trying to throw this goddamn party okay yeah. i don't even like doing this and i do this and people are like no why, why are you doing it this way and i i'll be i'm sorry to say this as a 31 year old like i don't care about anybody else's beef i don't care yeah. i'll happily invite i'll happily invite two divorcees i don't give a fuck <laughs> like if i like you both i don't care you're adults you fucking figure it out yeah. i don't care you know yeah. and like to i just think it's so rude to like put that on other people, you know right. what I mean? I'm not in. I'm not in charge yeah, of the way you handled your shit. Don't you know? pull me into your beef. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. You know, exactly. like it's you a know. it's a big bar. There's different spaces. You don't have to talk to each other. Like you fucking figure that out. Yeah, I think it's interesting too because I and and I'm also I'm I'm, I'm I, I thought that when you were kind of like telling me this uh, before the show started that this was all going to be like comedy beef because for me. All the beef that I know about is in comedy because comedians mm. are immature and <laughs> psychos and they're yeah, always just yeah. like, well, I don't like this guy because one time he didn't say hi to me at an open mic. And, and, yeah, and yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, like yeah. that too. You know, yeah. if I have beef with someone, it's definitely another comedian because we're fucking stupid artists and we that's the thing. Yeah. With like regular people, I forgot. Of course, I, I don't. I, of course, I didn't yeah, forget that. They have that. feelings too, you know? Yeah, like regular people <laughs> also... But but I always thought that you know like hey regular people are gonna be mature about it you know listen yeah. we don't like about we don't like this thing but let's come together for the good of Fumi okay you know what yeah. I'm saying he's yeah. our child and we gotta get we yeah. gotta have his birthday party yeah. and we're gonna do this thing and listen you, I know you're now you're seeing uh, uh you got remarried but you know what I'm gonna have to suck it up and and yeah. do this for that but yeah um so to me it's like wow um 
you know, I'll be kind of be completely honest too. I kind of yeah, like beef, yeah. especially when it's not related to me. <laughs> I love. I remember one time I went to uh, like a New Year's Eve party. Yeah, we're all hanging out and stuff like that. And you know, it's like one of those parties where it's like you know, I knew the the people who were throwing it, and then like their friends. But then there was like a you know like a friend of a friend of a friend. And yeah. one of those guys was like, this party sucks. I'm getting out of here. And then he he started getting into a fight with one of my other friends. And they were like, man, you know, why are you being like this? And we're like in our 30s, right? So yeah, it's yeah. very rare for like 30-year-olds to like get the energy to fight each other, you know? Yeah, so for yeah, me, I was yeah. like, this is awesome. Oh, man, I haven't, you know, this is really <laughs> making my New Year's. Thank you so much for doing this. This is like a, this is like dinner and a show, you know? Yeah. yeah <laughs> so yeah, yeah, this yeah, is yeah, like yeah, Shakespeare yeah, yeah, for yeah, me. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yes. Call an Uber angrily. Yes, storm out of here. Yeah, long text. Had, Hit me with the long text. I had text. no idea. I had no idea that uh, you're a messy bitch who lives with drama. This oh my gosh, I love that. I I'm just no oh, um, I'm I'm uh, uh, that one meme with the cat that's sitting behind the table. You know, oh, that's my yeah. that's me. I I I, yeah. I strive to be that. So you had this yeah. beef happening. Um, was there? Did it? It didn't resolve in any other way. It's just kind of because the, it 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 would have gone. It would have gotten all entertainment vibes if they had both shown up, but the one girl didn't show up because mm-hmm. I told her that this other. Um, I wasn't actually gonna tell people in the beginning, but then like I was taking a poop and I was like, maybe I should. <laughs> is that a dick move? If I, I should probably tell them, and they can do whatever they want with that information. So right. I told them, but you know what? I'll be honest. It like kind of left a bitter taste in my mouth, and um, you know, uh, but maybe, but maybe in a weird way, this is the most New York goodbye. You know, New York is a fucking messy place. A bitter, yeah. And uh, people, New York is also New York is also. I've said it on the podcast, New York is also um, Neverland in that people don't grow up. People don't have to grow up here. Yes, you, know, you get you get a lot of you get a lot of forty five year old dudes acting like they're nineteen. Yes, um, nothing is right. And uh, to me, to me, this was an example of that. It's like you are like thirty one. Like, what do you? You can't just come say hi. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Yeah, what are, you, what are you talking about? Like, right? This is not high. This is not high school. You slept with my boyfriend. Blah blah blah. This is not high school. You know? Um, yeah. And so it was like I don't know. I just kind of it didn't really. I mean, it was kind of annoying for a second, but I was like too busy being a principal, so I like I like <laughs> didn't. Re- I didn't even get to really be angry about it. But um, yeah, may- maybe it was the most ult- like the ultimate New York ending to my New York journey. It it it, it is. Um, just a just one last disrespectful thing to happen to you. Before yeah. you left, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 you know, because yeah. you know, in LA, people be, you know, if there's beef, they'll come up to each other, they'll still kiss each other. You look wonderful, blah blah, blah and then they'll talk yes. shit about each other after yes. the fact. But here the in New York, stories. Yeah. we're subtweeting each other. <laughs> we're fucking not showing up to people's goodbye parties. Oh yeah, yeah. man. Oh, yeah. I'm, now yeah. I'm, a, I'm now I'm upset. Okay, I was upset before. Not actually. No, I wasn't that upset that you that you had this party when I wasn't there. But now I'm <laughs> upset that I missed this drama because I this love drama. watching shit like that. And uh, I don't know. I don't understand exactly what kind of drama. If if it's like a kind of a fun one girl's boyfriend slept with the other girl or some shit like that, because that would be real juicy. But or if it was yeah, like some yeah, yeah. you know something more serious. I hope it's more the former because then yeah. oh man, I would have ordered popcorn for everybody. <laughs> and I love that. I mean, here's the thing. I've been trying to work this as a joke, but I sometimes am not into Netflix shows because I don't need Netflix if I have friends in their twenties. Because the decisions mm. they make <laughs> so is chaotic, way more insane than anything yeah. that uh, you know that uh, a screenwriter could write for Netflix. Okay, is, yeah. there's yeah. just is the intensity of bad decisions made and the follow through with those bad decisions is 
Mwah! Oh, thank you so much, <laughs> young people, for reminding me that I don't, you know. Yeah, I mean, this kind of like brings up the next thing we were going to talk about. So because, um, yeah. you know, because for me is is going going to LA, and and just so people know, because I've gotten a lot of questions mm-hmm. about this, we're still doing the podcast. I'm doing the podcast right now. Yes. I'm sitting in yeah. my hotel room. Fumi is uh, God knows where. Uh, mm-hmm. We did we did a podcast <laughs> uh, last week. Uh, I can say this now because it'll have been out. But with Randall Park, the dude was in London. Fumi yeah. was was riding a dolphin in Hawaii, and I oh, was yeah. uh, you know in New York City. So um, we can still do the podcast forever. It is we're not going anywhere because this is. I don't know if Fumi, I think Fumi would agree. This is the most important thing that has ever happened to our careers, this podcast. Yes, 100%. By far. <laughs> by far. And it is, it is. We don't have a choice. We don't have, we don't a, have choice. a choice. But to keep we really going. don't. Really don't. We have a court order to continue going. <laughs> I, the Fifth Circuit judge was like, oh, you will continue doing these, you know, at a rate of yeah. you know, 50 per I could, I year. Could, I could murder Mike's family and he'll be like, mm, we're going to have to talk about this on the podcast. Hey, I don't like what you did. <laughs> hey, you know, I love drama. You know, I love drama. And when you stabbed, you know, my dad, whew, I was like, hey, I'm going to let you have it on the podcast, buddy. <laughs> anyway, so Fumi is, uh. is, is going to LA, but absolutely nothing is changing. Okay. Like as far yes, as, the, as yes. far as the podcast goes. And, and a matter of fact, it'll be good because we're sort of like moving on to doing um, other kinds of shows and, we're, and, and that kind of thing. So to that point, I am tasked myself with like trying to, you know, come up with other kinds of comedy shows besides Hack City, the stand-up show, which is great and that's continuing. But like, I'd like to, you know, we'd like to have another kind of fun talk show. We've done live podcasts before. And yeah. so I went to um, this really awesome show and I've been I've been going to like all these really hot comedy shows uh, in New York City and, and, and they're all starting, a lot of them are starting to come back. So there's one and it's uh, run by this amazing comedian, Mary Beth Barone, who we'll have on the show mm-hmm. at some point. Um, uh, and the show is called Drag His Ass. It's like in so many ways, like the opposite of our show, because it's, you know, Mary Beth Roan, she calls herself America's stepdaughter, which is like, if you, if you <laughs> check her out, she's very funny and she has like cool, mean bitch girl vibes. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Uh, the girl in school who you were like, oh my gosh, she's so mean. I hate her. And at the same time, you're crying because you, you can't be friends with her. You know, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The crowd is like 50% young white women. I would say, you know, soul cycle level, like 25 year olds just moved to the city, super excited yeah. to uh, make a mess of their lives, get into drama, yeah. that sort of thing. Yeah. 25% yeah. they're gay friends, right? Mm. 25% sort of other, like a mix of like straight dudes and some random people of color who were there and are maybe a little lost, right? Uh, and then yeah. 0.05% middle-aged Vietnamese men, a.k.a. me, right? And <laughs> I, I told my... Uh, I told I, I was talk, tell him, talking to my DJ friend and my DJ friend said that that, uh, that ratio is the ideal ratio for a good time. That's really what you want. <laughs> you want as little straight basic dudes like myself there as possible. You want a couple yes. to, be, to yeah. just be like the weirdo in the corner. But mainly yeah, you yeah, want like yeah. hot young people, hot young, you know, queer energy, you know, and, and, and the show is really like that. You know, it's, uh, yeah, yeah. that, you know, Mary Beth does her thing. She like talks about like fuck boys. It's, it's kind of like a, it's almost kind of like a, a dating, it's a dating show. thing. Yeah. It's a yeah, dating yeah. thing. They talk, they talk a lot about yeah. dating. Dude, yeah. there's so many hilarious things. First of all, I get there. I am 
easily way i'm like older than every older than the bartenders older than the people running the the club i'm older than everybody <laughs> right i'm i get in there and there's only like you know i wanted to sit down because I'm, I'm old and there was one seat and i sit there yeah. and i and i go up there and i'm like hey can i sit down here and she like of course you know the, the, the cool girl was like whatever sit down and i'm just sitting there yeah. and i realize when you're there and you're you stick out like like me when i so don't belong there everything i do is creepy if i laugh too much oh if i laugh too much creepy if i don't laugh creepy if i clap creepy if i don't clap creepy like it's just it's a right right if you woo too much it's like oh do you like her outfit or something yeah 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 and i want to be like no no you guys don't understand i'm a comedian doing research which is even worse (laughs) you know and i'm like trying to take notes um you know everything i do is like by definition so uh lame uh and yeah. it's hilarious at one point in the show i guess this is something that uh she does so you know she kind of introduces herself and like to kind of like get the vibe going it's a great vibe already like there's a lot of good energy but she goes and mm-hmm. she goes all right everybody hug the person next to you hug the person next what? to you she does no. this, yeah so for this one because i guess because you know covid we, she was like okay hug the people you came with so everyone yeah. is hugging around me and I'm yeah. just like Except sitting there just like you're alone. <laughs> I'm just like I what am no I su- what am I supposed to do? You know like trust me, I don't want to, you know, I wish <laughs> no, I do want to be there cuz I was having a good time, but like I get it. Hey, I'm lame, I suck, okay? Like but I'm I'm just like oh my god, who's going to hug me? Please don't. You don't have no and, and yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah, weird, yeah. but it was just like it was just I want that for us you know like what is the uh you know asian people who are product managers who have a little bit of bitcoin (laughs) (laughs) what is that for us you know i'm saying so that i don't feel like uh like a total um you know weirdo you wrote in here i I have a real self-image problem and it's hilarious (laughs) (laughs) well i feel like uh you always do this thing where like if you go to a show and it's not even a race thing. I feel like you go to like any project or a, a, a you know a, a thing that any of our friends have, our peers have. That's something that they've created, um, and it's better than what you have, or or, or maybe you think that maybe it's right. better. Maybe 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 there's an element of not jealousy, but like wow, I want to do something. Yeah, like that, yeah. You know, uh, I think you always go like, well, I, I can't do that because I'm lame. You know, mm. and uh, you always do that. Yeah. And um, I feel like, well, first of all, it's hilarious because um, <laughs> you like, you, you say that, but that you also buy like $5,000 hats. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't I don't know if that makes you really, I, I have no idea. Like I sometimes I get like mixed messaging from you. You're It's so funny because I feel like you're only cocky when you're with me. Like, yes. You think you're very cool when you're with me, but when I see you in front of other people, you act like me. You know, you're like you're like a little schmuck. You know, and <laughs> a schmuck, a schmuck. You're a little schmuck. You're turning into like you? a little Jewish man. Yeah, you like turn into a little. You're like a little Asian Woody Allen. I'm like, you know what? I, I, I didn't need to sit like this. And you know, I don't. I don't. I mean, I, sure, of course, I love to hug, but you know, I, I didn't come with anybody. And and, and I, of I course, I'm the producer, but she's over there working. I felt uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, you're like an Asian Woody Allen. That was. Uh, not the Woody Allen part, but being called a schmuck is probably one of the um, nicest things anyone has ever said to me. I've always wanted to be... Am I wearing my Odeon hat? Yeah, dude. I'm all about being like a weird New Yorker now. Yeah. <laughs> I, feel, I feel you. I feel you. Um, yeah, because I, I mean, feel like people... people you, not, you know, you're not the only one who says that. I've done that sometimes. People yeah. just generally shit on themselves. But I feel like, A, because it's like, it's, it's like always easier to be like, oh, I can't do it because I'm lame. Yeah. You know, I don't belong here because it's like an easy escape. And also like, maybe the, it is a race. I, I always think like, 
you know, you I think you have a cool job, you have cool clothes, you have a beautiful wife, but but you always like I feel like you think none of it is enough and I, mm. I always think that if you're a white guy you'd have like three wives by now and I'm not saying I'm not saying two divorced wives just three hot wives like you would own, you know what I mean like the the confidence like if a white guy had what you had had a really cool advertising job, oh I see and like we're supreme and like did did art did like comedy on the side oh like, I see you yeah, know what I mean you're right like you're the, so the right amount of, the amount of confidence this guy would exude would be so fucking annoying you know what I mean <laughs> But, but you don't have you don't have any of that. You're allowed to have you're allowed you're allowed to be annoying, but you don't. But you don't do it. Yo, you, know? you just you just go. I'm lame. You know because deep down, man, I'm still like that weird sixth grader that um, nobody would ask to dance at the square dance, dude. Okay, that. I'm, <laughs> I'm, <laughs> my boy just shut a dulcy dough. Yo, dude, I'm, I'm carrying I'm carrying that trauma for the rest of my fucking life, bro. Okay, that's me, yeah. and that's I layer on all the the coolness in order to hide that. You know, so. Ah, well, you know me, Mike. You know me, right? I know. You know, I know. if you know this, if, if you know anything about me, you know oh, that I'm uh, out, I'm out there. Yes. I'm out there You're pa- out there. I'm out there pounding, and a lot of people are like, "For me, why are you so good at pounding?" And by a lot <laughs> why, of people, yeah. I always ask that. <laughs> yeah. I don't even believe you. By, by a lot of people, I just mean Mike. The secret is, it is Helix Sleep Mattress. mattress. Helix Sleep has a quiz that takes just two minutes to complete and matches your body type and sleep preferences to the perfect mattress for you. Why would you buy a mattress made for someone else? With Helix, you're getting a mattress that you know will be perfect for the way you sleep and pounding. <laughs> Everybody's unique and pounds uniquely. And Helix knows that. <laughs> so they have a different, uh, they have several different mo- uh, mattress models t- uh, to choose from. They have soft, <laughs> medium, and firm. Uh-huh. Wink, wink. Mattresses. Mattresses is great for cooling you down if you get hot. And even a Helix Plus mattress for plus slice sleepers because, hey, man, everybody needs love. Just go to helixsleep.com slash Asian. Take their two-minute sleep quiz and they'll match you to the customized mattress that will give you the best sleep slash pound of your life. They have a 10-year warranty, and you get to try it out for free for 100 nights, risk-free. They'll even pick it up for you if you don't love it, but you will. Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners at helix.com slash Asian. That's helix.com slash Asian for up to $200 off, and when you're doing your threesomes, Mm -hmm, two mm -hmm. free pillows. Now back to this. I want to say this before we move on real quick, is that Mm -hmm. I was listening to this, and... Um, so there's a portion where uh, in the show, she just like solicits stories from people about, you know, oh, you know, tell me like some something that happened to you that some fuckboy did. Right. Some. Yeah. And, and for people who don't know what a fuckboy is because they work at Deloitte or whatever, the, a fuckboy is someone who's like, you know, a a. A rapscallion man, <laughs> you know, uh, a a, okay. a trifling dude. <laughs> oh, oh my god, <laughs> you're dead. Okay, you are lame. I lied. You know, I was trying to cheer you up. You are lame. What the rapscallion? Fuck? Man. It's just a guy. It's like a bro who's emotionally unavailable and like does like triggering things to women. You okay, know, like doesn't text them, doesn't text them back. Only hit you up for a booty call. Exactly. Just like a guy who doesn't have his shit together, but but kind of hot. So you're but like, kind of hot, and you so you're into gray it. area. Yeah, you're into it. Yeah. So he, so so, Mary, excuse me. So Mary Beth Barone like solicited these these stories, and like you know, there's a lot of uh, people there, and so like uh, a couple of women shared their stories. I don't remember all of them, but I remember each one being, "Oh my God, I can't believe that happened." <laughs> you know, like mm, give me some examples. Okay, I think one of them was um, the girl. She went out on you know a date with someone, and this is in the height of the pandemic, and so they had to go outside, yeah. and it was like in winter, and then the guy went to the date this is outside 
and they're yeah. at, and she 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 talks about how she dresses cute and i was like i totally relate to that girl like you gotta look cute yeah. and she goes <laughs> to this date and it's outside again it's again it's outside it's winter in new yeah. york city so it's if there's not actual snow on the ground it's just snowed and it's really gross this guy yeah. showed up to the date no shoes on no shoes what? on what and and then and then actually the date goes worse from there if you could believe it you know he, <laughs> you know and and that's one and then there was another one where the girl was talking about how you know she was talking to a guy right before the pandemic and then they had to like split up i mean they, they just separated because they you know the pandemic and so they were you know kind of like doing a lot of sexting and then they met yeah. up at an airbnb for like a month yeah. to kind of like you know hook up and just yeah. hang out and then um and then you know the pandemic sort of lifted and so you know they went back to the city and he was like all into her like doing all you know asking her like oh we're, we're gonna go to my friend's wedding on all these things and then he yeah. and then like 24 hours later was just like you know what i need to work on myself you know bye you know so whoa yeah so it's it and that, that guy definitely jerked off between that <laughs> so it's just like it's just like um you know the the situations that you get into as uh as like a young person is um you know in hindsight I, I, we were just talking about drama right for me and yeah, i yeah. think one thing you do in your 30s is like you see drama coming from far away and you just yeah. like and you just step out of the way you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah. like if some yeah. guy, you know if some you know like either that means like you're not on the dating apps you know you're like cutting it off before it even happens which yeah. kind of helps yeah. you uh, but at the same time hey then it gets kind of boring because then you're hanging out with your friends and you don't have a story about how your this guy showed up with no shoes on you know so like yeah. Yeah, i yeah, see yeah, the yeah, i yeah, see yeah, the yeah, appeal yeah. and i sometimes i was listening to these stories and i was like you know um you know uh, uh mary beth is commenting on it her like really cool gay friend is commenting on it you know very funny and i was like you know what they need they need some basic asian guy energy up in here okay we're gonna come at this <laughs> in a very uh measured way okay we, we you know we've got data analysts on one side yes we've yes. got creative person you know advertising messaging guy expert on the other side you know and i think we could help these white girls <laughs> <laughs> so you you left that show being like i, I gotta help these i, I gotta, gotta help, help them kayla's i gotta help them because listen i i I'm, i don't think i've ever done anything as chaotic as that but i've been in my 20s and i now now i'm out the game you know i'm like right, the, i'm right, like right. the nfl commentator i used to yeah. be on the field and now i understand i've got the coach mentality of like hey yeah you know what you're, you're starting to see this play develop okay this is how you you squash that play all right you take out the uh you know, you block this the, like the running a, lane, and now all of a sudden, <laughs> the fuck boy can't fuck with you anymore. You ever seen that movie, um, Blindside? Yeah, yeah. You know when you know all those like white savior movies? Yes. Where like the the white savior helps like a poor black athlete? You know? Yeah. It's like us, but with white girls. <laughs> like, we're like we're like two we're like two stable Asian men, and we just want to help young white girls like like stop fucking around with these Tylers. You know, you know what, what, why don't you try a, a Minsu from, he's a, he's a graduate student from Korea. Yeah, it's very yeah. handsome. You know, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like, you know how in, uh, in Kill Bill, uh, the bride goes up and, and trains Kung Fu with that, like Kung Fu guy. That's me. Yeah. Except yeah. I'm not training yeah. you in Kung Fu. I'm t training you in love. Okay. Not in that way, but yeah. you know what I'm saying? In relationships, yeah. you know? So if there are any white girls listening, um, <laughs> please, you know, DM us and, you know, we can charge by the hour and uh, we can give you some, we can give you some love consulting. Yeah. Some love there consulting. Go. There you go. With me and Mike. I just went to Hawaii. Yes. And you know, hey, you know that when I go to Hawaii, I come back with some uh, introspective thoughts. Hawaii makes me think. 
and that's why I like going. Okay, I know. Hawaii gets me to think. I mean, I love it. trust me. I love okay, it. I have some friends who have gone to Hawaii, and they're they're always talking about how they're Hawaiians now. And I'm like, yo, you were there for like six months. Okay, but <laughs> they're just like, oh, so different. I was like, okay, all right, okay. So continue, continue so with your Hawaii. What, story. Okay, the one this is such a small. Th- I w- this is such a small thing, but it really meant a lot to me. It happened last time I was there, and I didn't really, I didn't know how to vocalize it last time, but it really came, it really crystallized this time. I think one of the reasons why I like going to Hawaii is because I feel like if you're an Asian person in this world, in this country, there are very few places in this world you can go where people just assume you're from there. You yeah. know what I mean? Where like, you know, you, I could be in Japan. Word. People know I'm not from there because I'm, I have a different haircut and, uh, you know, I just wear different clothes. And, yeah. You know, the way I walk, the way I smile, they can tell I'm not from there. Um, and, you know, with, with America, you know, I, I grew up in Ohio. Nobody ever thinks I'm from there. You know, sometimes people would like, try to make sure I spoke English first before asking me for directions or something yep. like that, right? But in Hawaii, I got asked for directions like so many times because people just think I'm from there. Yeah. Like, and I'm not talking about from other tourists, like just Filipino grandmas would come up yeah, to me yeah, and be like, yeah, hey, do you know how to get to this like thing I can't pronounce because every fucking word in Hawaii has 10,000 apostrophes and has like 10,000 Ps, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah. And uh, it's a very simple thing, but I think at the end of the day, uh, I just hey, you know me. I just want to belong. You know what I mean. All I want sometimes is just for someone yeah. to ask me directions. We're all, yeah, that's all I want. <laughs> just ask me. That's where really it is. all I'm asking. I for. don't know. Just but like ask me. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, and that's such a small thing, but it it really like sparks something in me like mentally, and I feel like just more freer when I'm when I'm on in the Hawaiian Islands. And yep. I think that's why. I like going. Nobody looks at me weird. You know, I say my name at a Starbucks, they get it right away. Just like little things like that, you know? Um, And it's like, and it's like, I'm not the only Fumi they know. That's cool. Yo. It's it's cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Were you the one who had the the joke about like, you know, that you you probably can find Fumi on one of those like license plates they sell uh, at the tourist store? You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably uh, in in Hawaii, you probably could. Yeah. (laughs) In Hawaii, you probably have, you probably have a harder time finding like Bryce. Yeah, exactly. I'm finding like Nobufumi or whatever. Brikey? Brikey? I don't, we don't have that. We have (laughs) Masafumi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have Tomo. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but when I was there, I also like, um, you know, last time I was just having mm-hmm. fun. I, I kind of wanted to like learn a little bit more about Hawaiian history because, uh, you know, whatever. So I have some people who are from Hawaii and they're like, hey, make sure you like study up on the, read up on the history because it's not a paradise. They always say that. Yeah. You know, a lot of Americans and just people, I, I, because I think when America took over Hawaii in 1959, by the way, didn't fucking know that. I didn't know it was so recent. Bro, that was uh, like last week. It's, it's insane. <laughs> it's crazy. I, well, I guess it was just a territory before. Right, it, right, it, right. It wasn't right. just like, right. But still, it became a state in 1959. Um, you know, I, I think since America took it over, it's, it's been like a tourism uh, arm of America where American, you know, America makes money that way. Hey, come to Hawaii. It's paradise, right? Yeah. But you go there. It's not paradise. And so one of the things I wanted to do is I wanted to, um, first of all, I'm also fucking dumb as shit. Like, I didn't know. I'm so sorry if this is offensive. I didn't know, like, Hawaiian was a race, Mm. if that Mm. makes sense. I I thought, like, I knew, like, Polynesian was a thing and, like, Micronesia and all those, like, people who were from that area. Mm -hmm. I didn't know Hawaiian is a race. So my friends who grew up in Hawaii... They're like half Japanese or whatever. They don't say I'm Hawaiian. They say I'm from Hawaii ah. because to say to say I'm Hawaiian is to is similar to saying I am Vietnamese. Right. So so you you so 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 if you're a half Filipino guy who grew up in the Vietnam, you don't say you're Vietnamese. You say I'm from Vietnam. Yeah. Right. If you, if you grew up there, so that's like that's something I didn't fucking know. And um, one of my friends was like. Well, he was very offended that I didn't know that, and he it was a whole thing. Anyways, oh, so wow. he was like, "Why don't you go?" To, he was like, "Why don't you go to this restaurant? They serve like you know traditional, like authentic Hawaiian foods." 
it's called Helena's, but it's in like this, it's like in this neighborhood. I don't remember the name. It's not the safest neighborhood, uh, but it is kind of like a touristy spot, and you'll be fine because you're Asian. If you're white, it's not the safest Shops. place. Yeah, and I and I didn't know what he meant by that. So I, I go love there that. And, I love that he got mad at you, and then he, he's like, you know what? Go to this place that's not safe. <laughs> They'll <laughs> yeah, teach you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah They'll yeah, teach yeah. you, buddy. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I go. It's called Helena's. If, if there's any Hawaiian listeners, which they, uh, some people are, because people DM me. Oh yeah, um, shouts. They wanted to come see a show, and I'm so glad you didn't come because the show I did there was so, so fucking terrible. <laughs> um, so, so I go. I go to this restaurant. I take an Uber. It's like 30 minutes away from where I was staying in like the most touristy spot, and it's a little. It's like in a. It's like in a little mall. It's like in a ch- chain mall, and uh, you know, there's a huge wait. But I was alone, so I got to eat in like 10 minutes. They have really interesting things. They have like they call it like long they call noodles long rice oh um mm. it, it's, it's kind of like chicken noodle soup with like rice noodles in it they have like something wrapped in like leaves some chicken dish some sounds, pork dish sounds awesome yep they also they don't eat rice they eat something called poi which is just like they have purple potatoes in hawaii yeah and um it's just starch made from that oh so shit. they don't eat traditional hawaiian food there's no rice you eat poi makes sense um, so it was so it was cool it was just it, it was like cool to see um, it's like oh, and they also eat cowby, which is interesting. I was like, this is straight up Korean, but I guess it's oh. a Hawaiian thing too. Okay, because um, there's a lot of uh, is beef there. I guess okay. I don't know, but it was cool to see that, you know. And I was like, okay, cool. Like I'm learning a little bit. I'm learning how to pronounce these words and what they are, and I'm looking up the history and shit like that. Uh, so then I leave the restaurant, and then I go to the Walgreens to pick up some sunscreen, and I call an Uber, and my Uber driver is Japanese. Uh, he's he moved to Hawaii like 20 years ago, mm. and he when I get in, he's like he look he's looking like real concerned. And he's like, excuse me, um, are you a Japanese tourist? And I was like, oh, um, not really. Like, I guess kind of like I'm from, I'm Japanese, but I like grew up in America. So I'm not, I'm not, I'm not like that stereotypical Japanese tourist with the camera and the hat. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Hawaii. And he was like, okay, because I've literally never picked up a Japanese person from this neighborhood. Like, what the fuck are you doing here? That's so funny. He was like really worried. And I was like, oh, you know what? My friends were saying something about that can you elaborate like what do you mean and he was like well this neighborhood is like a lot of native hawaiians and filipinos live here and um it's really close to this high school which is a beautiful high school up in the hill called the kamehameha high school Mm -hmm. and um it's a it's a really great school but you can only get in if you have hawaiian blood Mm. you have to have one eighth or like 10 percent hawaiian blood or something like that and I later learned that that's actually illegal in America to do that. Right. Um, but because the school was funded from a will from like some Hawaiian queen or something, some Hawaiian royalty. Okay. That's the only way they can access the money. So what they do is sometimes they get sued. Yeah. But they just settle. They just settle. So whoa, so, some some white kid wants to get in. They just go, no, you can't come. I'm sorry, it's racist, but here's ten thousand dollars. Whoa. Whatever. And I was like, isn't that kind of badass? That's badass. We, That's fucking badass. Yo, <laughs> I wish I could do that. Is, is, if, if, yeah. if somebody wanted to roll up in my scene, I'd just be like, here's a check. No, come back. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's thug as so, hell. That's fucking gangster, dude. That's fucking G. Uh, <laughs> it's really cool because they kind of like preserve the culture somehow. Like I yeah. totally get it, you know. And uh, he, he was saying like this area is like a lot of native people and there's still a lot of activism happening in these neighborhoods. Um, where people were trying to take back Hawaii, sure, like they, they, you know, and they, and he was saying there's a lot of, a lot of resentment against like Americans, white people for stealing their land. Uh, so uh, yeah, and, uh, yep, yep. <laughs> and um, they, he's like, he's like, if you're like, you know, they usually like mug white tourists, they like steal their mopeds, and like, uh, like, um, you know, sometimes they get beat up, 
And so he was like, you're probably not fine because you look like you're from here. And I was like, oh my God, thank you so much. Uh, <laughs> but, but, you know, I was like learning about that shit. And it was, you know, I guess like, I mean, 1959 is so fucking recent. But like, yeah. you know, we, we, it, the thing is like in America, we rarely learn about like black history, like real black history. Right? Oh, yeah. So like, it's not anyone's fault that like, I don't know a lot about Hawaiian history, which we sure. should because it's part of America. But uh, I, I didn't know that part you know i guess it makes sense but like it that is still active today and they'll like target white tourists because yeah. it brings up this this kind of feeling you know what yeah I'm saying? yeah totally i sometimes I, i've never been to hawaii I'd, I'd like to go um but i mean i don't know if you've ever been somewhere <clears throat> and the place is so beautiful and you almost think wow we fucked this place up and we should leave i don't know you know what i'm saying it's, yeah. The, the, this hawaii, yeah you know what i'm saying i, I don't know how I I haven't taken a survey of how many Hawaiians want to have their own thing, but I, I would imagine yeah. that it's fairly typical and and for 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 a lot of people to want to have their own country back, you know, and yeah. they yeah. are like their own. I was reading this this uh, uh, this history guy and talking about like what a what is a nation, and like a lot of native um, Native Americans and also the Hawaiians. That they're like they're like a true nation, you know. They have mm -hmm. uh, they've been there forever. I mean, and I'm talking about literally forever, not like yeah, Americans, forever. right, 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 not right. Like right when right, Americans right. like we've been here forever, and it's like 80 years or some shit like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, literally yeah. forever. We don't remember when we came here because it was right. that long ago. This is our <laughs> land, you know. And yeah. uh, I think people like forget about that. And I could imagine, you know people go there and you just like get seduced by how beautiful it is and you just like want to take it <laughs> you know but that's how awesome yeah. Hawaii. you just got you got you go, oh no this is like so nice that we should get the fuck out of here because we we're, we're I know you this it's, up. it's so hard to suppress this urge of wanting to to open your own grand hyatt you know yeah. what i'm saying yeah like, <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. You're like <laughs> you know what would be great here yeah. some uh, uh some some tobacco plants and uh you know a starbucks would and be the, awesome no and, and the w yeah you know? yeah like, <laughs> and you have to kind of like try yeah. to resist that you know what i'm saying because yeah. some things yeah. don't belong to you um i was yeah. uh yeah i mean i have a, a a friend uh he was he was talking about how um you know he's like yeah he he was there for a long time uh and i'm talking about again six months <laughs> or so during the pandemic and yeah. then he was like, yeah, you know, I'm basically Hawaiian now. And I was like, nobody. <laughs> Careful, man. Hey, man. I have to report you to somebody for, for saying stuff like that. Yeah, why don't, I, you, why don't you go eat at that restaurant? Was yeah, let's see what happens, that, buddy. You know, let's go um, to that restaurant, buddy. <laughs> you know, I mean, Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah. I, the other thing is like, you know, I, I was like really excited to learn about all this stuff because, you know, I love, I love learning about history. You love history. But the difference between love you history. and I is that you love reading and I hate reading. And so mo <laughs> I realized most of my knowledge about the world comes from immigrant uber drivers yeah sure. which like if you if you live in a big city you know exactly what the fuck i'm talking about okay like i can't tell you like you know how many like algerian uber drivers have told me like france would have been a third world country without um slavery or something you know what i mean yeah, like, I'm, like yeah, little yeah, yeah. little like sound bites here you know what i mean like i just learned so much and um and you know the, another thing i learned is that like a lot of native hawaiian people in certain lands um they get some sort of like reparations like they don't have to pay rent Mm. so like their their rent is like two dollars a year or something, or something like, like that, that right. not not everywhere but in certain lands so right. like I was, I was learning and learning but the thing with uber drivers is that this is i think true for a lot of uber drivers immigrant uber drivers is like when they're when they're going off about history and like shitting on white people or whatever it is um 
you you have to like make sure you're on a short Uber ride because if you go on too long, <laughs> it it will get racist, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Uber 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 driver history lessons are really cool until it gets really racist. And so this yeah. happened to me where like I was like talking to a Japanese guy and it was it was cool and he was like, yeah, you know they don't have to pay rent or whatever. And I was like, oh, this is so cool. Thanks for teaching me all this. And when he dropped me off, he was like, yep. And that's why brown people don't like to work. They're lazy. And I was like, god damn it, god damn Fucking it. A. <laughs> Yeah, I was on. I was in an Uber yeah. ride, and uh, the dude is, uh, you know, he's like, um, he's Dominican, and he. We were like driving through Williamsburg, and he's like, "Oh man, I didn't know about there was there's so many Jewish people here," and yeah. uh, the whole time I was like, "Okay, where's this gonna go? Which way is this gonna go?" You know what I'm saying? Like where you, you didn't even want to give him a chance, you know? And I was like, I was like, "Is this being recorded on camera?" Because like, and the whole time I'm just trying. Hey, I'm just trying to get to like you know a bar you know and he, yeah and, yeah yeah and he's yeah. just like yeah so he didn't say anything to his credit he didn't say anything problematic or anything like that but i was just like do we want to talk about this i was just nodding along yeah. like yes they do uh talk funny sometimes so totally you know yeah so um yeah uber it's uh <laughs> thank you for playing it's it's a fun game <laughs> it, you know I, yeah the racist uber driver I, <laughs> it's funny you mentioned the video because, um, you know, it's funny. A lot of Uber drivers do have cameras to protect themselves. But I feel like if any of that foot is released, like, yeah, may hey, maybe that drunk girl Becky like barfed on you and maybe you she needs to pay up. But if they release that footage, you're also going to find that Uber driver Kumail who's just being super homophobic. You know, what I mean? it's like a double edged <laughs> sword. I feel like it's very dangerous to tape Uber drivers. You know? you know what you need to do, though, is you need to you need to have your own camera on you. You know what I'm saying? When yeah. you take Uber, yeah. you should be like how, you know how like cops wear body cams? You should wear yeah. a body cam so that if some tape comes out, you got it from your angle. You know, we should also all be yeah, taping each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, hey, listen, yeah. when he was talking about how he doesn't like Hasidic Jews, I didn't say that. You know, he yeah. said that, yeah. as you can see from the body cam footage. All right. I was just trying to get to the bar, as you see. Wow. Is is this a sequel to Race Timer called Race Camera? Is Yo! <laughs> race Camera. Prove that you're race not camera. problematic. And you have the camera yeah, yeah, on. You're yeah, like, yeah, yeah. all right, well, no problem. Let's go to the body cam footage. <laughs> yeah. As you can see, I'm just taking shots with my girls. Okay. Yeah. They're yeah, the yeah, ones yeah. who are racist. I was just like, yeah. ha, ha, ha. And I left at that yeah. point. That's yeah. a, there's, that's there's a, no race. That's admissible by in court, I would tell you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the last thing I wanted to talk about, um, you know, I think a lot of times uh, our, our listeners enjoy us talking about careers and uh, being a student. You know, hey, we are Asian American <laughs> at the end of the day. And I was talking to, uh, I was, I was vis visiting a friend there, a good friend of mine from school. Yeah. And uh, she works at like a tech company and she's very successful now. But she was telling, she was, she was, one of the, we, it, this came up because she was having, she was going through some sort of, not depression, but she was like, a little anxious because she's my age. She's thirty-one, but her net. She felt that her net worth was zero dollars as of like I don't know whenever COVID started because she paid off all of her student loans. Okay, and uh, that was giving her anxiety. You know, she's like, I make this much money. I work at this company. How is it that my net worth is zero? You know, and she had to pay like, you know, she went to uh, NYU with me, so you know, she owed. As you can imagine, she owed a lot of money. Sure, and she paid all of it off in like twelve years, which is like. It, it was a lot of money, and I, I think to do that in twelve years is is quite amazing. Yeah. Um, but I I when she told me that I said I didn't I didn't know that um you were you had so much debt because from what I've seen on Instagram and just from like hanging out with you you always gave off this vibe that actually you were quite wealthy like I you know this person like lived alone in New York was going to the Hamptons with her bosses like traveling to Japan and like just doing all kinds of like cool stuff you know mm. and um. She was telling me that she did that for two reasons. One, 
just because she had student loans didn't mean that like th- didn't mean that she wanted to just waste her twenties like just being um, stingy mm-hmm. and like not stingy but like being frugal. I think a lot of people do that. A lot, I think a lot of people go, no, 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 I have like so much student loans, I can't, I can't go to France. Sorry, sorry. And then you realize it, and you're like, like fucking forty years old. You know what mm. I mean? And she was like, I think there's something about youth, and she was like, that's what's important to me. And I was like, okay, that makes sense. But the second reason why I thought was really interesting is she was saying like she's she's also Asian, but she's kind of like she has sort of like tapped into. Um, and she's she's like one of the good Asians. I think she's you know she's on the right side. She's not like a one of those Asian girls who are like you know I don't like Asians or whatever it is. Um, <laughs> she she kind of like tapped into white corporate America in a way that I think a lot of Asian Americans are trying to do. And that's what I mean by that is like being able to sort of hang with them. Yeah. Um. You know she spent money like going to the Hamptons and like going to all these things that like rich like doing all these things that rich white people do. And she was saying that if you want to work in tech. A lot of people who work in tech go to Ivy League schools or like to top schools, and so she's like, I didn't, I didn't go to an Ivy League school, and so t- if you want to hang out with them, she was like, first of all, they're all idiots. Like it, it, it doesn't. I'm not saying that to make it seem like you have to be so smart to do fucking marketing at <laughs> or what the fuck, you know what I mean? Like it's like it's a job. Anyone can fucking do it. Right. But, but she was saying like, you know, like. When they interview you, of course, there's like the regular basic Instagram questions or whatever, or like tech questions that a lot of people are prepping for. But a lot of times, like a personality thing, and they asked me, like, there was like some sort of riff that she had done about the Hamptons or something during her interviews, and it like perked their ears. They're like, oh, I go to this club in the Hamptons. Have you done, have you been to this restaurant? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they like kind of vibed over this like rich white society thing yeah and she was like that's how i like got ahead you know is because she didn't like she went to nyu but before that she went to like some uc school like a, not even berkeley just like a regular uc school right. you know and uh i think i thought that was a really interesting conversation because i think a lot of immigrant kids um you know were really focused on performance and test scores and you know you had mentioned earlier that one of your friends is pre- prepping for a tech interview um he's kind of studying it like the sats and now if he's an engineer then that's kind of it but if he's not an engineer there's sort of this like you know you, you talked about like you know you've been to like corporate retreats with your white bosses you mm. know what i mean and like i remember one time you talked about how you were stealing candy and putting it in your cargo shorts that is the kind of the opposite of what i'm talking about here yeah you know what i'm saying like you know like that's funny to me yeah and you know maybe and that's like our vibe but like maybe to truly get ahead like you're gonna have to take out those tater tots from your cargo pants and put them back you know what i mean i will never um, take those tater so, tots out um yes i feel you yeah. i feel you but i think yeah i think uh that's um there's so much to like kind of unpack as far as this this story goes and i think you're right there's you know there's questions about student debt which is just insane. Um, yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, I, I, the only, I only started accumulating money and I don't have a lot of money, but I only started accumulating it after I was able to pay off my student loan. And my student loan was very low because I went to a state school, but I still had it. And it took me yeah. um, 10 years to pay it yeah. off um, of like focus paying it. Right. I was like, cause like yeah. for a couple of years I had to, def- I had to defer it because I didn't yeah. have, I didn't have a job. So like I had to wait and, you know, that's 10 years of me not making money, like accruing money and just paying off this thing, right? So yeah. what if I had done the other way where I was able to accrue the money first, right? Yeah. And, and I didn't yeah. have the, the, the debt because th- that would be, you know, just that much more ahead. Um, I think that that's a big thing. I think the whole idea about, um, you know, doing certain things in order to fit in and, order, and in order to really like get ahead is is definitely real like as far as like mm-hmm. uh fucking golfing you know like i see yeah, why yeah. people go golfing 
because all of the senior management of this company, they all talk about golfing. And if you could even just talk about golfing for a little bit, you know, yeah. you can all of a sudden like one thing leads to another and that's how you close the deal. <laughs> you know, it, yeah. all yeah. that shit yeah. happens. You know, I, I, I'm sometimes I'm like, you know, should we, should we just teach, um, everyone how to golf is that how we're gonna get equality in this country <laughs> you know maybe we shouldn't we, we, we shouldn't be you know like learning history we should just all golf and then golf. Yeah. everyone yeah. in america will be oh my god what's your handicap blah 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 and we're all on there yeah, yeah. so i think that's definitely real um uh, i don't know how your friend's gonna feel about this but wildly privileged that you're able to do it <laughs> because mm-hmm. i think a lot of people know you know like oh i need to do this I can't go to yeah. the Hamptons. I don't, even if I saved money or whatever and I didn't do all these things, I'm, I can't go, you know, like, right, well, right, here's, right. Here's, think, one, here's one big thing. A, a lot of people, A, wouldn't be welcome there. That's one big right, thing. Right, 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 Second, right, right, right. they just don't know how to get there. Like, you, like, it's not, I know you can Google everything, but like, that's not as simple yeah, as yeah. that. You know, you, yeah, there's a lot yeah, of yeah. like doors that are not open. And so to your point, I feel that, you know, Asian people sometimes can get into these things because we're, you know, we're, we're, a lot of us are, are sort of accepted at face value. I mean that literally, you know, like, oh, okay, it's cool to yeah. have these yeah. Asian people here. Not all the time. Yeah. You know, um, there's definitely can be pushback, uh, in, in certain, in these certain white spaces. But I think you are definitely onto something as far as, you know, there's a inner circle, I guess you could say, and showing yeah. that you have the right things um yeah shows that you are like you've made it in certain ways or whatever like one of the biggest things i mean my i've completely wasted my college degree a hundred percent yeah but yeah. i will tell you that when i tell people where i went to school they just give me a little bit of a break they go okay right, you're not right, a, right, you're right. not an idiot they're wrong yeah. i am a moron <laughs> they made a huge mistake but they yeah. you know that little thing you know i've i've told this story before when when I moved out here, I realized that there's like really those old, you know, you know that show like Succession or Billions, yeah, where there's yeah, like people yeah. who are like, oh yeah, Martha, we, you know, uh, uh, my my youngest one, you know, she's she might go to the San Francisco Ballet Company this year, but she's going to yeah. defer so she could uh, volunteer in Africa, and that will really help her chances uh, in getting into the yeah. UN. You know what I'm saying? Like this whole yeah, like. Yeah web of of connection and and you know uh, privilege gets thrown a lot around a lot but like you know the right people because you did the right things and you all were at the on the same fucking super yacht that was like uh yeah you know yeah. going around you were snorting cocaine the right kind of cocaine too not the shitty cocaine yeah. from in bushwick yeah, yeah the yeah, right yeah, cocaine yeah. you know you so i think you're totally right and um you know there are people i think this is always fascinating to me too fumi because um you know, you know these people from from NYU, and really mm-hmm. the value of NYU is that you know these people. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because I yeah, went to, yeah. I you know, okay, I went to Berkeley. We yes. are not like that. You know what I'm saying? Like the people I know are very mm-hmm. smart, but they didn't. They're they're not like oh, I'm now I'm like the, the, you know, the, hanging that, out. not the networking type. No, it's it's not even that. It's just like they did network, but we networked with each other, right? So we are all mm-hmm. like the people I know are like. Yeah, some of them work in tech and some of them are like that, but we're we're not tied into like an upper echelon of of like, you know, wealthier people. Whereas I think in NYU, and I think this is yeah. true even at USC or other places like private schools, 
you yeah. know, you're, you're surrounded by people who are like, you know, reasonably smart, but their real yeah. power is that the fact that like they can go to NYU, <laughs> they can go to USC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so yeah, that yeah. comes with, you know, it comes with a certain amount of like built in power, you know what I'm saying? Because now yes. you know yes. these people. Yes. Who is that lady? The, the Aunt Becky. Let's just say this. Uh, something Laughlin? Yes. L- Lori Laughlin. Lori Laughlin. Yeah. Okay. Listen, this is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say she got her daughter into that school, into USC. Yeah. Yeah. Now, of course it's wrong. But let's say you, she got in there, and now you know Lori Laughlin's daughter. Yeah. The yeah, resources yeah. that Lori Laughlin has in order to break the system and let her daughter in, that daughter, you know how connected that daughter is? And if you became friends with her? Yes. Now you're yes. connected to Lori Laughlin, and she has no morals, as you know. And so she will... Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's the power yeah. of USC. Dude, That's I totally agree with you because earlier you're like, you know, hey, a lot of people can't afford to go to Hamptons. I can't go. I, but here's the thing. She didn't pay for it. She met people who took her there. Boom. Right? But that's Boom. but that's what you're talking about. Boom. It's like, cause, because she comes from just like a regular right, like, right, right. family. They're, they're, not, they're not rich. She doesn't know. But just being around mm-hmm. this city, that neighborhood, that community where it gave her access to impress people who can exactly. bring her to the Hamptons, show her these things, teach her these things. That is, that is the real power. Exactly. That's, that's, that's absolutely then right. Then you that's know, so, right. you know, hey, listen. Don't go to Berkeley, okay? <laughs> don't don't go to these schools where everybody like got in out of merit. Go to the school where everybody paid to get their way in. Yeah, this that is this is smart. Think by about definition this. NYU. <laughs> go if they paid to get into that school, their parents got money. Later on, mm-hmm. four years when you graduate, you hit up those parents for startup capital. <laughs> it is so crazy because like. Okay, what was like the first thing freshman year that you remember that you were like, whoa, this is not like home. I don't care. There's no, I'm not limiting this to any category. Do you remember, do you remember the first thing that kind of was shocking to you that happened to you in college where you're like, I guess we're not at home anymore? Because for me, it was when I went to my dorm uh, and somebody yeah. was like, oh, you know who lives over there in that hallway? The girl who's in Gilmore Girls. And yep. I was like, what the, I'm like, I'm from Ohio. What do you, ta- what, there's a, t- that's there's a what TV star? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that, but that was, that's, the, that's a very NYU experience. You okay. go in, there's like, oh, like this Korean pop star lives right there. Let me, you know? uh, like yeah. That, so that let me, thing. let me hit you with yeah. the Berkeley one. Uh, yeah. I <laughs> yeah, 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 was talking yeah, yeah, yeah. to, um, you know, I was uh, shooting my, I, I, this is like the first two weeks or first week of, of school. Um, and I had met this girl through like the orientation program, you know, like there's an orientation. And so we had known each other and then we had like one class together. And so I was like, yeah. Hey, I was shooting my shot. You know, I was a freshman. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm shooting my okay. shot. Of I'm course. calling her. I'm yeah. talking to her on the phone. You know, she seems very smart. She obviously <laughs> went to Berkeley and I'm like, Hey, you yeah. know, and then, um, and then I hear like this little kid, like in the background and I'm like, Oh, who's that? Is that you're like your little brother? And she's like, no, that's my son. <laughs> And I'm like, what? <laughs> now she is, she's 18. She had this child when she was, you know, younger. Yeah. That is, that is Berkeley in a very, this, and I mean that in, in a good way. In a, yes. in, 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 I don't want to say bad, but like she worked super hard. She is, uh, uh, she's raising, you know, she has her family to help raise this kid, but she has a, she has a, uh, she was a teenage mother, worked hard. Yep got to uh got to berkeley i remember seeing her later on that's insane that she got in having like how does she have the time to study i know this is so crazy later on i remember seeing because she actually graduated uh with the same degree as i did she got honors she got honors and she had her she did better than you (laughs) she did better than me 
she got honors with this kid that is berkeley so berkeley is like i'm tough as fuck i'm i'm yeah. i'm super competent i know what the fuck i'm doing i have my but I'm, yeah. and i'm bringing my family with me okay yeah and we're yeah, competing yeah, yeah. against people who <laughs> gilmore girls <laughs> gilmore girls it was crazy this is why i for me i'm i'm like you can't say that people who aren't successful aren't smart or hardworking. There's a lot of people exactly. who are really smart and really hardworking. And there are many, many, many people who just have a daddy. <laughs> you know? <Yeah>. That's <laughs> what it is. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. And yeah, sure, you're, work- yeah. you're hardworking. I doubt you're as hardworking as, uh, as my friend who fucking had a kid and got honors Berkeley. I doubt it. You <laughs> yeah, know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. yeah but, yeah, yeah. you know, that doesn't really matter. So, yeah. Yeah. In the, in the end ultimately just just contribute to our patreon page that's what this all comes down to <laughs> patreon dot, patreon.com slash asia not asian pod yeah. whether or not you went to usc with the daddy's money mm-hmm. or you went to harvard uh as a scholarship uh the money mm-hmm. belongs to us <laughs> mm-hmm. that money belongs to us and i and as you can tell from the podcast you know i had i had the potential to tap into hampton's white people and i threw all of that away to hang out with single mom mike you know and what so it is uh, I, don't, I don't know if this is is uh, me but like i think sometimes you know to your point about how i shit on myself i sometimes feel like oh maybe i'm not really a comedian because i'm not like you know uh, i'm not like touring or, or whatever grinding at some weird show somewhere but i always feel like i must be a comedian because i don't value anything i mean of course i have i like money but i only val- i really value like just being a person who's like really this is how the world is i always that's you know and i feel other comedians are like that other comedians i know are like really this is what no one's going to mention this you know yeah that's how it is so i i even if i that's that's more important to you than like a boat like a yacht (laughs) I would, think, right? As I listen, I will get on the boat, but then I will turn that into content. Okay, don't yeah, yeah, invite yeah, me yeah, on yeah, your yeah, super yeah, yacht yeah, unless yeah. you want me, you want to be on the Asian Not Asian podcast. <laughs> okay, so we're back with everyone's say favorite segment. It is Das Race News. Das Race News. Uh, this one is a fire one. I mean, I don't think oh. I have to tell anyone, but uh, Sunisa Lee. Uh, hey. you know, we have, we have a headline here. I'll read this headline, but in general, it's, you know, Sunisa Lee at the time of the recording, uh, uh, one, one gold in the all around, which is kind of like the, you know, the big thing for, for women's, women's gymnastics. She's, she's a g- gymnastic person. Yeah. She's a gymnastics person. Sunisa Lee stepped up when Simone Biles stepped back. Uh, and this, this particular article is about like, you know, Simone Biles, she, she wanted to take some, some time for her mental health which is totally cool that's that's her thing and then so sunisa lee who's she's Hmong american she is um you know uh, we've had we've had brian uh, yang on and he's Hmong. and Hmong people they're they're like a, an ethnic group they are they're like generally in laos they have like some crazy fucked up history with america they mm-hmm. um the they're like tough as shit <laughs> they uh <laughs> essentially got abandoned by america i mean uh, you know i have a joke about vietnamese people uh and um, and america like teaming up and then america losing which was a bummer for us <laughs> but at least they at least a bunch of us like got to come to america and they kind of like settled yeah. us but Hmong people a lot of them they got recruited to fight in a war which is so gangster and then yeah. the and then the war went south and the um you know they they kind of got abandoned and so over time, they've come over here. A lot of them have settled in Minnesota, if uh, of uh, in in the Midwest. Uh, and so Sunisa Lee is Hmong, uh, and she won um, 
she helped win uh, the silver medal for the uh, the team uh, uh, women's gymnastics. Oh, the team didn't win gold. The team the team got uh, the team didn't wins. win gold. Russia won gold, okay, okay. but the team yeah. uh, you know. So this this episode uh, this this thing is. Uh, I'll read a little bit here. With Russia's uh, women's gymnastics team leading by more than a point and Simone Biles abruptly out of the competition in Tuesday's team final, it fell to Sunisa Lee anchoring the United States on the uneven bars, which she's really good at apparently, to keep the Americans' mm. uh, gold medal hopes alive. They didn't get gold, but um, they did. Uh, they got second, and um, it's crazy too because because you know uh, Simone stepped away. A lot of these people, uh, a lot of her other teammates, had to like do the things that she was going to do without warming yes. up they just I, were I thrown into that. that yeah which yeah. is like i don't yeah. even i mean if i stood up too fast right now i would hurt myself you know <laughs> i have to like warn everybody I'm like i'm getting it, up everybody you know like that's it, me it wasn't it wasn't like their specialty right like people yeah. were just doing things that they weren't that they weren't the best at they were yeah. just like it's kind of like if someone was like hey can you go do um improv real quick you know what <laughs> i mean it's like adjacent but not something you exactly trained at. exactly yeah. so yeah. you know they're all obviously very talented and amazing gymnasts and stuff like that so it, it's just crazy yeah. uh and then of course anisa um lee won the again the gold for the all around i think she's still up yeah. for one more competition because she's really good at the uneven bars and i think the beam yeah balance beam so um it's just crazy like you know uh yeah. do, do, have you seen the videos of her family um no but i heard like jenny yang make a joke about how like there were like a thousand people and they're all of her cousins or something oh my god it's just it's, all of her family this is really funny because like it, um each night that they're competing they show the family and i swear yeah. each night the family gets bigger it's like they're <laughs> they're making babies because they're just dude, you know they're out there okay you know shouts to all the the Hmong americans out there uh at the last video i saw there's like a hundred of them it was it was awesome it was like uh it was it was crazy to see and uh again it's just like this is that that mind-boggling american thing you think about the story you couldn't write this story okay mm -hmm, there's a people mm -hmm. in laos they fight in a war sponsored by the cia they get abandoned in the war they had to go to thailand then they had to come to america and then one of them wins the gold medal <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking insane you know what's crazy though is uh, I, I was reading that you know she Suni uh, Sunisa also was um, performing very well at the last Olympics, but was kind of eclipsed by Simone Biles' success. Yeah. So I believe she was like got second place or something like that. Like she was still good, except like no one really paid attention to her because she wasn't number one. Yeah. And uh, I think it's you know this is like a very I, I feel like this is an Asian thing is like I feel like. Uh, I don't know. My parents growing up, I remember they were just like, I remember they would like tell me to be number two. Like mm. they were just like, because their whole thing was like, number one is for Americans and they get very upset when you take their spot. So you can just be, you can be great. You can be really smart, but just be number two. I, I remember they were like, be like Toyota because Toyota is number two in sales, I guess at the time. And um, yeah, they were like, because my dad works in cars and he was like, just be like Toyota, you know, just like be really good, be, be known, be reputable for your quality. And, you know, people are like, oh yeah, Toyota's last like 30 years, you know? <laughs> he was like, just be that. But he was like, just don't be number one because you're going to upset the Americans. They love being number one, you know? And it's interesting because in this case, like, I mean, it, I don't think it was necessarily like that with Simone, but no, she yeah. like kind of stepped, she like stepped down for like kind of a unexpected reason. Yeah. But like the number two, what's cool about the number two is the number two is always always rated to be number one. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The number two is 
maybe better than number one, but because she's always she's always doing the homework. We're always she's, always, she's work working in. hard. Yeah, but but we're, we don't but we don't get like the media attention because we're number two. Yeah, but it's it's cool seeing the number like the spotlight on number two, only to find out that she's better, if not. Uh, just as good as number one, right? You know? I feel like that's and for, for me personally, I thought that was a very like Asian American thing. Yeah, I mean, it's just so surreal to see. You know what I'm saying? Because like uh, Brian Yang has a really funny joke where he's like, "Among American, uh, and uh, we we come from the mind of Clint Eastwood." Yeah. Was, yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. you know, like I I only knew learned about them more you know when I was uh, in college and 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 the people in the history and I knew you know some of my friends were Hmong. And now it's like people are going to know about this, you know? Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, she's like, I don't know if she's the first. She, I think she's the first Asian American, right, to get, get a medal in gymnastics. I think mm-hmm. she's the second Asian woman to win a gold individual or something like that. I think at yeah. all. Um, so uh, it's just like you go from... Again, you know, to your point, I think she was just like just doing the homework, just grinding, just doing her thing, yeah, just doing the homework. You know, because yeah. Simone Biles was that good; she's like ten points yeah. ahead of everybody else. But then yeah. when she had the chance, you know, she could step up and do it, which I yeah. think I can't be understated. You know, because you know, I think when you're number two, sometimes you, you take the pressure off of yourself a little bit. You know, because you're yeah. like, okay, yeah. well, I don't, I'm not gonna, I'm not, I don't have to be the the one. Because I just have to yeah. get to this thing, but you know, all of a sudden she had the shot, and how many people would have just been like, shit, shit their pants and just not even, you know, Dude. been able to do it? <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny because those like gymnastic people wear these like tight leotards, and I'm literally I'm picturing you and I in one of them and just literally shitting our pants on national television. Literally, would have shit our pants poop coming out of our, our thongs, or whatever they're called, <laughs> yeah. just on, right onto the mat in Tokyo. It's uh, <laughs> yeah, for sure. This for is what sure we get we for getting Mike Nguyen and Fumi Abe. Two men in their 30s who have none, never done gymnastics. We shouldn't have put them on the team. What were we thinking? <laughs> yeah, so thank like, God. <laughs> oh my God! If we really did it, we wouldn't even tr- we wouldn't even get to the jumping board. We would just literally <laughs> shit our pants. We would just shit our and pants. And it would be over. Olympics is canceled. The Olympics is canceled. COVID. And you know what? The <laughs> the warm ups are are white also. So that wouldn't have helped us. You know. <laughs> it's crazy. So oh God. Uh, shouts yeah. to. Um, to SUNY and and it was that was yeah. that was crazy. I think I, and I, I think she still has one more thing. Uh, again, I, I haven't checked the news, so I th- but yeah. you know it's 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 wild to see and then and uh, wild to see all these like fucking Hmong people. We gotta get Brian back on talk about it. Yeah, is there another Hmong comedian? I feel like Hmong people are having a moment right now. You I know what? That that's what I, that's what that, that was another thing. I was like, you know what? Thank you for keeping the Asian because we were all, we we're always complaining about the Asian wave disappearing. You know, like yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, we haven't yeah, made, yeah, yeah, we haven't, yeah. you know, I, I don't know where Crazy Rich Asians Two is at, but like, yeah. Suni's the one keeping it going until Suni is keeping it until going. the funding Suni comes through. Is. Suni's the one. She's like, oh, yeah. how about some gold? <laughs> you know, how about some gold? How about some gold? Uh, all right. Well, everybody, that was our episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Um, as always, please follow us on all the social media. We're on every platform at Asian, not Asian pod. I'm also on there at the Fumi Abe. That's T-H-E-F-U-M-I-A-B-E. And you can find me on Instagram at nice pants bro. Please check out our Patreon page. It's patreon.com slash Asian, not Asian pod. And give us your fucking money. You give us fucking this. sick fucks. <laughs> and um, um oh we have another hack city show coming up on august 21st yep and i will leave a um 
the, a link to the tickets in the episode de- uh, description. Um, I think that is it. I mean, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna be in LA by the time this comes out. So, I, God, it's so sad. I only have like four shows in August. It's making me so sad. Um, but if you want to come to one of the four shows that I have in August, um, I'll be posting about it on Instagram. Would love to see our anos out in the West Coast. Yeah, so, I mean, um, stay safe. Fucking the mask mandate is back in LA, so you know that's gonna oh be God, kind of weird, but. Yeah, yeah, come come check that out. I have a lot of shows. So, hey, come check me out in New York City. Uh-huh, number two becomes number one. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Fuck. <sighs> oh, my gosh. All right, Anoles, we love you. We'll see you next week. All, All right. right. Bye. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader, like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader, too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader.